I'm Annie Apple, and I'm here to invite you to come and listen to my new podcast series, Raising April. It's the most intimate sports-related conversations you will hear. Each week, we explore the journeys of some of your favorite NFL players through the eyes of those that know them best. From Joe Burr, DeAndre Hopkins, Miles Garrett, Ezekiel Elliott, Nick and Joey Boza, just to name a few. With exclusive insights and information, we leave no stone unturned. Subscribe now to Raising a Pro on your favorite podcast app. HD you are listening to a Live Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. Hello, everyone. This is Aresh Shirali from Mint, and I'm here to introduce you to our latest podcast, Mint Views Daily Dispatch. I have with me my colleagues Anant Vijay Kala, Srija Kundu, Srijay Sinha, and Rohit Ranjan. The idea is to offer you insights on the latest issues that catch our attention every day. Welcome to Mint Views. Today we discuss the case of an Air India pilot who has dragged the company, the airline that is Air India, to the bankruptcy courts for insolvency. The National Company Law Tribunal, that's the body that looks after cases of insolvency under the Insolvency and Bankruptcy Code. Now, this pilot hasn't been paid for some time and the dues owed to him run into the tune of around one crore. The Supreme Court has allowed him to actually file a plea at the National Company Law Tribunal to judge whether or not the company should be pushed into insolvency because they haven't paid this one pilot his dues. Now, on the face of it, it sounds absurd, but apparently this kind of thing is actually allowed. The question is, does this actually pose a big hurdle to Air India's disinvestment program? That's one question. The other question is whether the IBC, which was originally launched to actually clear up our problem of bank bad loans, things like that in the economy, is actually beginning to be a drag on the process by which we actually clean up the economy. That's what we have for debate today. So we shall kick off. Srija, uh, what do you think of what's happened here? You're absolutely correct, Arish, when you say that um, this sort of uh, filings, you know, it basically undermines the law or the IBC when it was first instituted. The major motive of the law was resolution of the distressed assets or for the cases to get resolved within the stipulated time period. And strikingly, there's data from June 2019, which shows around 32, 34% of the 1292 cases have actually run beyond the stipulated time period, which tells you that the law is not working as it should be. Mm, so we have had a case here where an operational creditor, an employee, mm -hmm. is saying this company is insolvent because they haven't paid me my money. But it was, that's not the original purpose of this law to begin with. Uh, it poses a lot of problems, doesn't it? Anand, what do you think? Yeah, actually, I mean, but we have to look at the other side also. You're right that, you know, this is becoming an impediment in the process of clearing up all the bad loans that have piled up. Uh, the law itself is become, becoming a hurdle. But the other side of this uh, debate is where do the employees go? And, uh, you know, the employees themselves right now, do they have a good redressal mechanism? The first stop for them is the perhaps the Labor Commissioner. But these offices don't really function in the best possible manner. They also have 
they also are aff- afflicted by all the problems that our judicial system faces so what do the employees do now we have an example over here in the case of sr steel case mm-hmm. where even employees have been given the uh, or have been allowed to be categorized as operational creditors so that their dues are not uh, left behind when when a uh, liquidation takes place their interest should also be protected that's what proof trying to do so i think we need to look at the other side also should they have the power to press for insolvency that's the whole question and surely there must be something else some other way to resolve a problem like this uh, shri jay i agree with you i totally here uh, they should not have uh, any powers to trigger ins- insolvency uh, the empl- uh, the employees themselves because that actually amounts to trivializing the law itself and if you look at it if you if this will this will uh, set a precedent for other employees as well to kind of you know uh, sue sue uh, their companies or take them to to the insolvency court and especially in the case of air india imagine the government is planning to disinvest its stake in the company and if such cases keep coming up do you think that the government would be able to disinvest and meet its divestment target Yeah, it looks like yes. You made a point that yeah. Air India, the disinvestment process seems to be in big trouble. This could just yeah. hold it back. Yeah, but before I come to disinvestment, just one point I wanted to make on what on the comment that Shri Jay has made. Mm-hmm. That usually what happens is when you have similar cases filed by a group of uh, interested parties, then these are classified as class action suits. Even in the U.S. and other countries, also examples are there that these are clubbed together and considered. So I don't think we should be too afraid about too many employees coming and you know filing cases against the companies because I'm sure the right process would be to club them up and listen to them properly and either you know hear them out in the judiciary or send them to the appropriate. Uh, authority to consider mm-hmm. and as far as disinvestment is concerned you are right actually this is shri jay is right that this is a little worrying because there are still several hurdles that the uh, government needs to uh, overcome in going through the disinvestment of air india this this is going to be a really long down process yeah the other problem is that when you go for insolvency in particular it's a very harsh provision they actually take over the company if they find there's a case for insolvency in which case a resolution professional actually takes over the operations of the company so a single pilot not being paid could potentially actually mean that air india's management passes into the hands of a resolution professional and there it's not very clear whether this is the right forum for people who are disgruntled so we have a lot of unresolved issues in this entire ibc process all of them need to be sorted out because our courts the nclt courts all of them seem to be clogged we need to declog all of this and we need to treat only real cases real cases of insolvency sr steel being a prime example uh, with the kind of attention that uh, the law should give it thank you that will be all for today tune in tomorrow to get your dose on mints editorial discussions if you have recommendations or any issue that you would like us to discuss please send in your suggestions to podcasts at hindustantimes.com for more on mint views you can follow us on twitter at shrija kundu this was a live mint production brought to you by hd smartcast hd smartcast i'm any apple and i'm here to invite you to come and listen to my new podcast series raising april it's the most intimate sports related conversations you will hear 
Each week, we explore the journeys of some of your favorite NFL players through the eyes of those that know them best. From Joe Burrow, DeAndre Hopkins, Miles Garrett, Ezekiel Elliott, Nick and Joey Boza, just to name a few. With exclusive insights and information, we leave no stone unturned. Subscribe now to Raising a Pro on your favorite podcast app.